Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. My name is JC Tevez. It is a Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everyone. September 10, 2019. Uh, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. Check out the intro if you haven't, but if you have, uh, let's just dig, let's just get right into it. All right. So what did I do, uh, recently? Uh, yesterday. So, uh, this past Monday, I gotta be specific, specific, specific so that you know exactly what to do and what time to go. So it was my first time to ever go to the LTO. Oh boy, the the ever dreaded land transportation office, the mythical office where you can where where you have you can do anything in there, but you just don't know how. That's what it feels like when I look at LTO. LTO, cool. That's where you can do everything for your car and register your license, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So what I had to do yesterday was I had to renew my car registration. So, little backstory: I bought my car from my mom. Uh, so I, you know, I never had to register a car here, and I never had to do any of that. You know, I never had to pay for insurance for a car, and I finally I figured out how to do all that. Kind of, kind of, yesterday. So let's just let me just tell you what I did. So my car, I didn't know, actually, I, little did I know that your plate number, I know your plate number meant something besides coding. I knew it meant something. I just never really knew. So the last digit of your car, the last digit of your plate number indicates like the month that it expires. So my last digit is eight, which means it's August. So it actually did expire in August, like late August. And then the second to last number indicates, I think, the week. Correct me if I'm wrong. So it's the fourth week. So my 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 second to last digit is four. So it's four and then eight. So the last digits of my car number are four and eight. So eight indicates August. Four indicates, I think, the fourth week of August. Boom! Knowledge. All right. So I had to go to the LTO. The closest one to me here, I live in Ortigas, is in Pas- uh, the, Pasig- the Pasig LTO. is right next to Capital Commons and next to Inaris Sports Complex. And it's like a when you go in there, you're like, is this the parking lot for it? It's like this open lot. You go in, and it it doesn't look like you're going to an go to a government building. It just looks like it looks ratchet as fuck. So you go there, you park your car. I went at okay. Here's I told you I'd be specific. I went at 1 p.m. I got there 1 p.m. on a Monday. So I'll tell you how long it took me after I tell you what I did. So after that, first thing. Obviously, you bring your papers. So what you need is a copy of your OR and your CR. I don't know what original receipt. I don't know what CR stands for. Let me, you know what? what, Let me Google. What does CR stand for? OR is original receipt, right? CR, uh, car. Uh, Common rail? No? Oh, I don't know. Okay, sorry. I don't know what CR stands for. but, But you know what I mean. Bring your OR. Bring your CR, a copy of it. So I asked, first of all, I don't know what the hell those look like. So I was embarrassed because I went to the, okay, first thing I went to the LTO, there's a table right there. It's called like table 2B. 
And this guy who I talked to was the friendliest guy that I met during the whole interaction at the LTO. I, a good thing it started on a high note. I'll get to that later. But he basically, I, I had these pile of documents. Because, you know, in, in your car, when you when you look in the glove compartment, you have that like list of you know documents in there. And then I brought other documents that my mom gave me. And I don't know what to bring. Like, I don't really know what all those papers are. Like, there were so many different papers. So I, I was like, sir, like, I said, what do I do here? And I showed him. And he was nice enough to actually filter through the papers and find what I needed. So he said, next time, just bring a copy of your OR and your CR. And I said, is there any time when I would need to bring the original? And he said, yes, only if you change something or you add something new. I don't know what that means. Maybe if you change cars. I don't know. But basically, if you make any changes that are... If you're, made, if you're changing any information, maybe, like maybe your name or maybe the, I don't know. Basta, if you're changing any original information, that's when you need to bring the original OR and CR. So bring your OR, bring your CR. And once that dude at that table checks you off, he'll give you a checklist. And the first thing you do is you do an emissions test. In the States, I think this is called a smog check. I don't know if they're the same thing, but you go to, you go outside. Good thing it wasn't raining. So I don't, I would, it would be a pain to ask if it was raining. I don't even know if they would operate. They should, right? They should. And so the emissions test, that costs 520 pesos. This is separate from the end of the, cause you basically, you'll pay twice. You pay at the end when you pay for your, when you get the sticker, before you get your sticker. And you pay the emissions test. The emissions test, it's separate. It's 520 pesos. So you go outside, you go to the emissions testing, you give the paper, the ORCR, whatever, that you presented to the first dude, and you wait. And it took around 30 minutes. This was the longest wait out of everything that I did that day. It took me the longest, the emissions test. Because they're in a line, and you have to wait for your name to be called. And it took about 30 minutes. And it was kind of ratchet because I've never seen an emissions test done before. Uh, so you turn on your, you, they tell you to bring your car. You got to reverse it into their like little emissions test area and you turn on, turn it on. And then they put, I don't know. It's like, imagine putting like a, a camera thingy. I don't know, like a needle or I don't know. It's like a rod and they put it in the butthole, like the butthole of the car. The exhaust, is that what you call it? They, you put it in the butthole and then I guess they test the butthole for emissions. Like if there's any harmful air coming out of it. Hence smog check, I think in Tahogsa USA. So they check if it's if it's safe to the emissions coming out of your car is not fucking with the environment. As if it wasn't already. You know that emissions are bad for the environment. So is is it past the borderline where it will it's already determined too bad for the environment? Because cars are bad for the environment. We know that. So is it past that point? So if it does pass, because mine did, and I think most cars pass them eh, unless it's like a super old shitty car that just spews black smoke it should pass i i don't know anything about cars but i i would feel if you are renewing your car and you're not like a racer and you know that your car isn't spitting black fumes it should pass so once you pass that that took me 30 minutes you go back so they're like so they'll give you the papers and you have to go they'll tell you go to window seven go to window seven or window nine go to window nine so i went to window nine there was no one there and this is where i dislike government offices if you've ever been to a government office, not just government office, just in general, public transportation, anything where you need structure, there is none. I'm sorry. I think the baseline should be where if you've never been there or if you're a foreigner and you can speak English, let's say you're an American dude, 
it sh- the baseline for our company, especially here in the Philippines, should be that if you go there and you don't know anything about it, you should be able to figure it out. Here, if you don't know or if you don't ask, you're not going to figure it out. No one's going to help you. So that's what really... I really don't like that about government office. And they're so rude. Except for the first guy that I mentioned at the start of the story. Oh, my God. So I went to window nine. No one was there. So I went to the dude who was really nice to me. And he said, oh, just go to any window between window seven and ten. Okay. So why didn't the, the emissions guy tell me that? So I went to window eight. So I went to the dude. And he he just does not smile. This guy did not smile. This window eight guy, Mr. Eight, was not a non-smiley miserable looking dude and he he gave me this thing this paper and then he just put it out like he he looked at the emissions test he checked it off it was like a checklist i think and then he he gave me the paper so now at this point if i didn't ask him i wouldn't know where to go he didn't point me anywhere he didn't say go anywhere he just gave me the paper so i stopped and i said sir ano po yung go next and at first he didn't really say, I don't think he heard me. So I, had to, you know, they have the little hole in the, in the window. It's one of those, like, when you, or, when you buy, like, a bus ticket or a movie ticket, it's like a counter and there's a glass separating except for a small hole. So I had to speak through the hole. Sir, I'm going to go. And then you have to put your ear to the hole because you can't hear what he says. And he says, the next thing you got to do is you got to go get, uh, dito? a stencil. And I was like, what the hell is a stencil? So once again, I went to the nice guy because he's the only guy who's helpful. And I said, sir, what do I do next? He said, oh, uh, you got, you gotta go outside and you gotta get your car inspected. I was like, why didn't they just do that during the emissions check? I, I don't know why. But so you, you gotta move your car to the inspection area and it's really quick. The inspection's really quick. They'll open your hood. I didn't know how to open my hood. I've never opened my hood here before. So <laughs> I felt kind of embarrassed. I didn't know. So the stencil is, I just found out, is they stencil your, your engine number to make sure it's not tampered with. So you learn something new as well there if you, if you're like me. But also they just check if, if you have like brakes or lights, I guess. Cause they didn't do anything. Like they didn't test if my brakes were working. They didn't test if the lights were like malfunctioning. I honestly don't know what the inspection is for besides maybe checking your engine number. I felt like it was so pointless. Anyway, so you're done with that. They'll tell you to go back inside. So you go back inside. Uh, and then I went to the nice guy again. He's like, go back to window nine. It's like, oh, you mean window seven through 10? It's like, oh yeah, sure. And I went back to Mr. Grumpy number eight and I gave him the stuff again. And oh my God, this was the thing that really pissed me off. It was so rude. So I was like, oh, hey, sir, I'm going go next after I'm done because they don't tell you, right? So I moved closer to talk through the hole and he takes this ruler. He has a ruler that's colored orange and he taps it like that on the glass in front of me like this. Like that, like took, took, took. He tapped it on the glass. And I was like, I thought he was stay- telling me to go away, like step away from the glass, sir. Step away from the glass, you're too close, sir. I thought that's what he was doing. So I was like, oh shit, am I in trouble? As like, and then I looked at him and he just put his head down as if he went back to work. So I was like, uh, sir, I didn't gotta go and go next. He did the same fucking thing. Boom, boom, boom. Dun, dun, dun. And then I only then did I notice that he was pointing at a little small like sign written on, on like paper. All right. It wasn't even like printed nicely or laminated. It just said, go to window blank or go to the table blank. So first of all, this dude could have just told me like a, you know, like a, like a decent human being, but he decided to use his ruler of death to just look at where you're going, bitch. Oh, that was like the worst. I didn't, I didn't say anything anymore because I, I didn't really want to deal with that shit. 
So I went back to the that table, the Mr. Nice Guy. So Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. Grumpy. So that's like two. And for the most part, everyone I dealt with, the emissions guy, the the stencil dude, all grumpies, except for Mr. Nice Guy. So thank you to Mr. Nice Guy. I didn't get his name. He's the first guy I, I approached. So Mr. Nice Guy said, all right, sir, now you just got to go go give this to the window and uh, just wait. So I gave it to the window, window 13, and then surprise, surprise, there was no one there. So there, oh, there was someone there, but it was closed. And what he did, he just pointed Go to the next thing. Like he didn't even say anything. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, sir. Please go to window fourteen. He just did this thing with his lips. Like, go to number fourteen, bitch. Like that's what I imagine he was thinking in his head. So I went to fourteen. I gave the papers, and then you waited. So the the waiting was surprisingly quick, huh? Uh, it was no longer than ten minutes. The only thing is you have to be aware. You have to be alert because their their PA. First of all, there's no PA system at first. They, the guy was yelling through the the little hole. But once they use the PA system, if you've ever been on an MRT, napangit yung sound system, you know how it sounds like. So, all right, let's say they're calling my name, right? It, it doesn't sound like uh, number uh, at window six. Please claim JC Davis. It wasn't like that. It was like this. Window number sixteen. Please claim JC Davis. JC Davis. Like that. It was like that. So it was awful. You have to really be aware. So you don't really have to bring like Netflix or anything or bring a book to read because it was really quick. At least at 1 p.m. on a Monday. Take note. Take note. 1 p.m. on a Monday. So after that, you pay the fee. Mine was all around 3700 So if you do all the math, 37 plus the 500 for the emissions, it came out to a little under 4500 So that's how much it's going to cost you uh, given that you have no late fees, et cetera, et cetera. And after that, you get the you get your sticker. And then the sticker is the like a silver sticker, and then you put it in your car. Mine's inside the car. I don't know if, we're, if you're supposed to put it anywhere else. It's like on the inside of my windshield. And yeah, that was my. Uh, I'm gonna burp real quick. Excuse me. That was my time at the LTO. So the in and out time, an hour and a half. I was surprised. I I was pleasantly surprised in terms of how long it took. Because at the DMV in the U.S., that shit takes forever. I don't know if it's just all government offices just came together like before the start of time and said, "Ladies and gentlemen, if you if we're gonna just collectively make it difficult for everyone across the world, we're just gonna be like, yeah, fuck public services, blah blah blah." I get it. I get it. There's a lot of things to do. I'm not. I don't mean to rain on you know the government officials that are just doing their best, but they're just so grumpy. Most of them, Mister Grumpy Pants at Windows number. Eight, I hate you, dude. Ah, I don't get it. They just don't smile. The, the least you could do is be nice. You know, I, if you're underpaid and whatever, you know, find some happiness in being a nice person. Anyway, Yun, that was my time at the LTO. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, what else? I watched the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that movie is freaking weird. It's one of those movies after you're done, you're like, what the hell did I just watch? It was a good movie. It was a good movie in the sense that, you know, it's like one of, it's an, I feel like it's an Academy Award kind of movie. Like, it's good, but it's, it's difficult to watch. That, that's how I feel about most Academy Award winning movies, like best picture movies. They're slow. They focus on you know, cinematography, the sound design, blah, blah, like all the all the components are well done, but it's so slow. It's it's not as entertaining. There's entertaining parts. Don't get me wrong. A Tarantino movie, you, you can't 
have a Tarantino movie without entertaining or comedic parts. Uh, but it is, it's a slow burn. That's what they call that. It's a freaking slow burn. And if you watch the last few Tarantino movies, it's, it's completely different. Like the last one, I think it was Hateful Eight. And then before that, I think was Django and then Inglorious Bastards. You know, those, you can group those together and say, oh, you can see similarities and it's exciting. There's a storyline. This has no, almost no storyline. A little tip though, it's not a spoiler, but a little tip. If you're going to watch it, just make sure, just research a little bit about the Manson family murders because there's a lot of things I didn't understand. And if I knew about it beforehand and I watched the movie, maybe it would be different. I mean, in terms of like, oh, that's that. Ooh, okay, I get that. Uh, but there's a very thin storyline, if there is any at all. It's just, it's a beautifully shot and well done movie, but it's boring as fuck for the most part. <laughs> the acting is superb. There's like, it's it's hard to hate on it because it's like the acting is great, the shots are great, the sound is awesome. There's cool scenes, but it's also like boring. And I don't know if that's just me. Maybe I don't appreciate the slowness of it. But if you've watched it, maybe you can just tell me exactly how I'm feeling as well. Or or you could be like, oh, that was the most exciting movie ever. Because it's not. I'll, I'll tell you right now. It's not an exciting movie for the most part. There are exciting scenes. But it's not an exciting movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Good movie. Good movie. Uh, once it's a once it's a one and done for me though one and done movie all right what else did I do I went to Genki Sushi spent oh I spent one five it was it was two people for two people one thousand five hundred pesos the injustice of how expensive fish is like the the size to price ratio of how small it is to how much it costs in money it's unfair like how how are you gonna how are you gonna charge me a hundred twenty pesos for a little piece of rice with some fucking shrimp on it but that's the price we pay for wanting to eat sushi right i don't know it's so expensive here oh yeah sushi um i'm still reading the art of thinking clearly thank you to everyone who sent in their book suggestions i think i talked about it in the last uh the last podcast so i'm still reading the art of thinking clearly and so far as i did mention in the last podcast as well it just shows that we the way we think is all fucked up. It's all wrong. And we whatever we think is probably wrong. So it's a very depressing in that sense. But it's also eye-opening in that everyone is probably wrong. There's one part that I was reading. Uh, I'll, I'll delve more into it once I'm done. I'm actually going to keep reading that after I'm done uh, recording this. Is that it's true. Like you, like the professionals in, in like stocks and whatever... It's hard to trust them because if they were really super, they knew what they were talking about, they would be rich. Like, I get it. There are people who've made it big in the in the stock trading world. But at the same time, it, a lot of it is luck. You know? It's not like if... Because there, as many... Uh, as many experts are there are in the stock trading world, there are people who are experts and they hit it big. So when you look at it and you're like, oh, he's an expert. That's what he knew. But there are also experts who lose. But we don't talk about the experts who lose because uh, that's a fact of life. We, don't, we would rather look at the winners. So it, it's, it's, it, 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 it opens your eyes in that sense. And like not everything is, is cookies and rainbows. There's like a lot of shitty losers losers not losers in the sense like that person's a loser but just like you have to look at the other side of things the the little facts of life 
that are not present in the just the positive things that we see. It's really interesting. It is really interesting. So yeah. Uh, what else should I talk about? Mm, that's pretty much. That's pretty much the highlights of my week. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I well, this podcast is more of like a, it's like an online journal for me. So I guess I should delve into more personal stuff. I'm having like personal problems. Uh, I don't want to go super heavy into it. It's just, it, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck at a place where I don't know if I can swallow my pride and forgive somebody. Uh, despite how much I care about them. I guess that's that I guess that's what I kind of want to leave it at and it's it's difficult for me man. If if any of you've ever been in a position where you know exactly what needs to happen to fix a problem but at the same time you're like I don't know if I can do that. Which is weird because you're like this is exactly what I need to do to fix the problem but you don't do it. And it, it I don't know the problem. I mean I don't know the issue why I can't is it pride? Is it because I just can't accept certain things? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm kind of in an impasse right now. I'm trying to figure it out. I hope I work it out. Honestly, I do. But it's also come to the point where I don't really know, man. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So if you've, if you've been in that position before, don't worry. I'm right there in that boat, that sinking, slow dancing in a burning room boat. <laughs> Uh oh! I did. I uh, tell. I told you about my crypto shoot last week. Um, what else? What else? What else am I doing this week? Um, that's pretty much it. I think the LTO is the bulk of my podcast today. I just wanted to talk about that. I I've been writing a lot about what I. Oh, uh, Rika and I we uh we put we pitched to a client today. We'll probably talk about it on the Halala Show next week. So if you haven't followed the Halo Halo Show, it's our other, it's my other podcast with Rika G. It's the better, wildly successful podcast. <laughs> also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at it's me JC. You probably already do because uh, only real fans probably will listen to this. If you don't know me, why would you care? But if you're here and you made it this far and you don't know who I am, I would appreciate the follow on Instagram. We could we could chat it up, shoot the shit. I don't know why it's called shoot the shit. Let's shoot the shit over there. Uh, send me a DM. Tell me you listened and. Um, yeah, I think it, it's going to be a chill, chill next few days. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, whatever happens works out. Hopefully, the the client we pitched to bites. Um, yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you on probably Friday. I released Tuesday and Fridays now. I think that's what I've been saying. That's the schedule that I'm trying to stick with. I'll let you. I'll let you know. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll let you know if I change schedules. Because you know, I know your schedule is important, and I care about your time. And with that being said, thank you. And happy Tuesday, and have a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.